Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Fiction. Science fiction. Horror, fantasy, crime, LGBT, thriller. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. On Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. 
entered the House of Mystery with your hosts, Eric Shapiro, David North Martino, John Copenhaver, and Al Warren. Los 102.3 FM Riverside and 1050 AM Palm Springs. Welcome back into the house of mystery. Al Warren here, and that's Mr. Michael Hawley. Hello, Al. How's it going? I'm doing pretty well. Buffalo's still wet and cold and miserable. <laughs> well, it's that way till June, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I just want to let you know that. <laughs> Well, that's good. It's been sunny here, but I've been all miserable and cold, so I don't know what's going on. Jeez. I mean, this has, been a lot, this has been lasting a long time for you, Al. Yeah, it's tough when you get this age, you know. <laughs> things things don't, don't move along like they used to. You should have done what I did. I, at 40, I started counting backwards, so I'm like 26 now. Oh, <laughs> that's what happened. See? <laughs> And you color your hair gray. That's not real. <laughs> it's Grecian gray. Yes, it is. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, I knew that. Well, let's see. Now, today we, we've got a singer, actress, and all that stuff joining us. So today we've got, all the way from the UK, Miss Chloe Rose. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm delighted to be on the show with both of you. Great. Nice speaking with you. So um, here we are. What, what, so what's going on? So you're... Um, you're making music, you're acting. Looks like you're doing all sorts of stuff here. Um, how did you get into this, this life? Like, where, where did it start for you? Crikey. Well, if I go right back to the beginning, when I was about, I'd say, six years old, maybe seven, actually maybe eight, something like that, and it all started because I, I began to love the Spice Girls, which was a popular band in the UK at the time, and um, and then I remember going on holiday to Spain and I'd watched Titanic and I was obsessed with the song My Heart Will Go On and I loved Celine Dion. And I started singing it really loudly and then we went to a karaoke bar, right? Well, there you go, that's where it all yeah. started. Did you get arrested? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, I was only seven, you know. But I was with my family, it was all safe and stuff. And, um, yeah, and I, I went on the karaoke and I sung My Heart Will Go On and the whole room... You couldn't hear a pin drop. And my mum and dad thought, oh, I think she's got something. And then loads of people, wow. yeah, loads of people kept coming up and saying, gosh, what a big voice for, you know, such this little girl sort of thing. And um, and then from then on, it was that was it from that age. And, you know, I'm, I'm a lot older than that now, but it's just, it's always been such a passion of mine. You know, the thought of being on stage, making music, um, it just transforms you as a person. And I mean... I think it's an incredible journey when you listen to different music, like yourself with your radio shows and things, and when you're putting music on, it does, doesn't it? It just makes you feel in a certain place. You can reminisce about something you felt last week or you can attach a time to it. And, you know, you can feel excited, sad, right. happy, every sort of emotion. So, yeah, I could never not have music in my life, really, since, well, all started when I was a kid. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. You, you caught the bug, then. You're... Oh, yes. It, it's, and it won't go away, I'm afraid, you know. <laughs> well, but how did how did you take it um, a step further? But Because like, you're, you, you can sing and you've got some stuff there, but there's a lot of people that can. How did you start writing songs yourself, and, and what where did that all kind of come together? Yeah, I think um, I started doing singing competitions from quite a young age, and um, I started to do, you know, quite well with them. You don't, you don't, I don't want to be arrogant or anything like that, but it seemed to go very well. And then after that, I got sort of quite, you know, confident with things. And I began to write about things that experienced, stories that I'd heard. And then, say, like, in my teen years, you know, we go through heartbreak and things like that. And I just kind of thought, you know what, I'm going to write a song about it, about how I'm feeling at the time. And I sometimes think, I guess like Adele, really, that the best songs come from the heart. The best songs come from people that can be authentic about their feelings and put that emotion out there and wanting other people to feel that they can relate to it and not feel alone. And... um 
yeah, it, it just all started from that, really. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to put my thoughts down on paper. And um, that's just how it happened, really. And then since then, I went to the UK Songwriting Festival and I was so happy to sort of get chosen to do that. And it was it was about 42 of us in this, well, was it 42, something like 20? But it was all around the world and they'd come to this place in Dundee. And, um, yeah, we just wrote wrote like loads of different songs that week we collaborated with each other and, oh you um, wrote that oh okay yeah so um i just you know i guess i couldn't help it it just started and it's never stopped since really and the opportunities that have come along the way have been great too so yeah it looks like you've uh you've uh, it's led to some you've got some acting roles behind you and modeling and uh and all of that so so you kind of like doing that as well Oh yes, absolutely. You know what's hilarious though? I am. Um, I'm only little. You know, I'm about five foot four. And when you talk <laughs> about the modelling thing, well, I was never one where I thought, "Oh, I'm gorgeous and all this." I didn't think any of that. But there was this competition, and um, first of all, it was Miss, it was called Miss British Isles. So I thought, "Oh, I'll enter it." And um, you know, and then I thought there was another competition called Miss Great Britain as well. And I thought, I'll go for that because it was the talent section. I wasn't really thinking about looks or anything like that. I was more thinking about, oh, I wanted to help people. And sort of with those pageants, it's about bringing something back to other people and helping through charity work. And it's not really, I think sometimes people think, oh, it's all about the look. But no, it's not really. It's about who you are inside and, um, you know, what you can bring back to to other to others and I, I went on this stage right little old me i'm only tiny and i couldn't believe it there was these gorgeous models six foot and little old me walking on there and then when they said you miss lincolnshire <laughs> i thought you're joking you know i couldn't believe it and then got into the finals so i that as i always say to people you've got to go for it whatever it is just have confidence and you can do it anything is possible if you just go for it and that's what i tell my kids um at school because as well as a, a singer, a songwriter, I'm also a drama teacher. Um, so, yeah, oh, I just, okay. yeah, so I just yeah. want to encourage students in any way that I can to sort of make them believe in themselves and, you know, put them up there ready for their future career, I guess. Well, I see when you were a finalist in Miss Great Britain and, and uh, you were crowned in the Miss Lincolnshire. Uh, but I, I was just... So did you did you push down those other big six foot models? Did you trip them or do something? <laughs> oh, that is hilarious! I know I didn't. You, you know, with these pageants, though, I think in the past, I think sometimes people will think, "Oh, I bet there's a lot of you know, um, what's the word, sort of cattiness and things like that." But yeah. you know what? There was absolutely lovely. Like all the girls were just gorgeous inside and that, and I think that was what's so nice because. I think, you know, when you watch films and things, sometimes it's stereotypical that, oh, gosh, there's going to be a bit of cattiness. But there was none of that at all. Um, there was all oh. really nice. No, I didn't trample on anyone, I promise. Oh. I'm not like that. I'm too soft. You were voted fourth place in the poll for the 50th, 50 sexiest men and women in yeah. Lincolnshire in 2018. Well, I was voted I number one. Oh wow! wow I was voted, I was the sexiest man alive in Lincolnshire 2018. Do you know and what I knew was? I, I pushed was people all one. over the place. I just I, I tripped people over. You know, I put ants in some people's underwear. I did all sorts of stuff. Oh dear! Oh, you know, I, tr I tried to get way. that first place, but I couldn't beat you. You know, it was too good. I tried. Yeah, no, no. my shiny head could not be beaten. They could they couldn't take the glare. They just <laughs> they couldn't see how to vote. They just voted in that. Oh, see? that's terrible. Oh, and that embarrassed the six-footers because their eyes were blinded. Yeah. I, get, I get it. I see. Yeah, you do what you have to. <laughs> so so when you're writing music now, do, do you ever, um, you know, we talk to a lot of writers too and filmmakers and all that stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so it's personal and stuff to you. But um, do you, does it come out of the blue for you, or do you actually something happens and then you think about it and then you write? Like, what's what's your process when you're going to put together a song? So, when I'm going to put together a song, sometimes, like you said, it could be a feeling. It could come to me in that moment. And there is times where I get writer's block and I think, oh my gosh, you know, I can't just 
sit down and think, right, I'm going to write the song today. It'll just depend on the emotion that I'm going through. Um, but when I do start the process of writing one, it's usually where I'm playing chords on the piano and I'm just humming a tune. There's no words. It's literally just creating a melody over the top of the chords. And when I find chords that are quite quite like in terms of the transition and the way they sound, that's when I start to sort of add the humming onto it and then I begin to create the lyrics from that. But there is different ways where I can have um, a notebook that I've got and I'll just write loads of different notes. It could be thoughts I'm feeling and then I'll start to compile that together and I'll think, oh, that fits there and this fits there. But every time I write a song, it's different. And you know what I find the most exciting? It's after the process of writing it, it's the recording studio. It's it's getting in there, it's getting stuck in and then seeing how the song can change because you could think, right, I'm writing a pop song today and it's going to be super upbeat, but then it might turn out to be a ballad. Do you know what I mean? It could change completely right. and instrument could massively change how it's going to sound through production. So, yeah, it, it, it's exciting as the process goes on. It's more and more exciting because really you don't know what's going to be the end product, you know. Right, right. So so what your surroundings and what's happening around you yeah. definitely affects it. So like during pandemic time, it would yes. be a different feel than what it would be in normal times, I guess. Absolutely, yeah. And and that was something that inspired my writing as well. Um, and I think because there was less chance to sort of, I mean, you must have had the same thing as well, because it's difficult and doing quite a lot of stuff online. So it, it was hard to sort of go out and gig. So, But in a way, it was a pro, like a positive, if that makes sense, that I could just concentrate more on songwriting rather than sort of going out and gigging. So at that time, in some ways, it was quite good. Did you sing about um, Bad Hair Days and Boris Johnson? <laughs> and Boris Johnson. Oh, dear, that's hilarious. Well, you know, I haven't done that yet, but I could well do. That could be yeah. the next song, you know. <laughs> you never know. Now, uh, now, and we're going to play a couple of your songs. So now the first one we're going to play, of course, is called The Sky is Falling, yeah. or Sky is Falling. And so what can you tell us about that song? What's that about? Yeah, so... Sometimes I like to leave a little bit of mystery just because I think with the audience, whenever you hear a song, you kind of attach your own thoughts and interpretation of it. But I'll tell you a little bit because I can't resist. Um, so it's, I guess it's a little bit about a play on words in a way. But when it's about the sky is falling, it's kind of, I was writing about the end of the world, which sounds a bit sad. It's not really meant to be. And it's kind of about saying if it was the end of the world, who would you spend that, that moment, those last moments with? And that's kind of what it was about. But when I picture the song, I kind of see it in like a movie in the background. Um, but yeah, yeah, that might sound a bit dark, actually, guys. But I don't intend it to be too dark, honestly. I'm quite when cheery. Did you, when did you write it? Election day. Election. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh gosh. I tell you what, you're absolutely hilarious, you two. <laughs> you're a good. You're a good team, aren't you? You make me chuckle. Yeah, well, that's what yeah. we're supposed to do, right? Absolutely. That's well, that's we, it. Brighten people's That's day. how we find out who Chloe really is. <laughs> that's right? it. You know, we have, to, we have to get below that, you know, that all that nice stuff. There's, there's more going on here. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely.
dream. Look out the window. While you're talking, the you're so interested in the songwriting. It reminds me of Taylor Swift, how she was a great no, singer, no. but also, you know, like uh, her songwriting. So, uh, and then also I, the the two songs I listened to were Hopes and Dreams, and then uh, yeah. Hearts on the Line, and then uh, it's I, I I get that Taylor Swift feeling. So. I think that's a great thing. Wow, that's a massive compliment. Thank you so much. I absolutely love Taylor Swift. I really do. Amazing songwriter and singer. Yeah, and I could not sing a song at all whatsoever. <laughs> oh, hey, with a little bit of practice, maybe we could all, you know, sing a song and do a trio. You never know. Better practice on a song. And... Although I did see that you did a uh, Christmas, uh, some Christmas song. Songs as well? Yes. So that's yeah, why I would yeah. love to hear those Christmas songs. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I love I tell you, um, my favorite Christmas song um, is Santa Baby. I absolutely love that one. Ah. Um, Kylie Minogue does a good version of that one. But, um, yeah, I did. I, I thought, you know, it was a big risk. It really was a big risk. But I just thought the other year, I thought, you know what? I'm going to write a Christmas song. And the thing is, it's hard because it's got to be a bit extra cheesy that sometimes you think, oh, are people going to like it? You know, is it a bit of a risk? Because if you don't get it right, mm -hmm. you know, it, it can be worse than if it's just a song that's not Christmas, if you know what I mean. But yeah. I think it went well, and that's the main thing, and I enjoyed doing it. So, mm -hmm. you know, a win-win either way, right. really. Right. Well, it's got to be cheesy. Right? I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. Christmas has got to, <laughs> you know you've got to have a little bit of that. Because the people that like it are cheesy or they're in a cheesy mood. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's me, too. I like to be cheesy. <laughs> and so when you write these songs, yeah. is there something you want people to get out of your music when you, when you do it? Or is it just entertainment for you? Or are you just wanting people to feel a certain way? I guess in some of my songs, I just, I really want people to be inspired to sort of push for the dreams, I guess, you know, just don't give up because it has, there has been a lot of bumps in the road and that's challenges in life in general, just like with previous experiences and just sort of saying that no matter what you go through, um, you know, whether that's mental health, whether that's things that unfortunate things that do happen in life, you can get through it and you're not alone. And I kind of, like to write songs that make people feel uplifted and feel good, but also make people think that, you know, you're not alone. We're, we all have those sad times sometimes, and then we all have uplifting times too. So it's a bit of a mix, because sometimes I can do the sad type of music and then the more upbeat music. So one of our songs, Butterfly, it's about, like, you know, embracing who you are. That sounds cheesy, crikey. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I'm, I'm a big... That's, that's about uplifting others and just I want them to feel good about themselves and um, you know just don't don't be anything but yourself be proud of who you are and no matter who you are and I think it's great to be different and great to be unique you know yep. there you yeah. go no. that's what I want people that's... to feel anyway but if they don't that's fine I drive my best I, tr I can only try my best with it <laughs> did you write that for Harry and Megan oh <laughs> possibly <laughs> oh dear <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting you in trouble here. Right? Oh, no, you're okay. Don't you worry. You do what you want to do. <laughs> what's, what's your favorite song you've written? Or what, what's the song, not, maybe not favorite's the word, but the one that um, sticks with you, the one that means the most to you? I would say my first ever release was Golden Dreams. Not Golden Sun, because there's two different ones. One's Golden Sun, one Golden Dreams. But it was my first song that I released, and um, it got, like, 
a lot of support through the UK. There's um, a radio, like full radio station in the UK, and it's called BBC Introducing. And all the different stations around the UK, like regionally, they will play local artists around the area and things like that. And um, and I got my play on Golden with Golden Dreams, and it did really well on like Radio Lincolnshire, BBC Radio Humberside. And I got a massive support, and I remember it reached quite a lot of listeners. I think there was like 15,000, 30,000 sort of online because they shared a live video of me singing it. And that was just a really special moment because it was like the first time people had ever heard heard the song, I guess. And, um, yeah, and and I thought, you know what, I can do this. And it's just, you know, gone on from that, really. Each time you put a song together or a couple of songs together and you get it recorded, how do you think it changes you or how do you how does it work for you? Yeah, it's it feels different every time I'd say that I record something, but it it's a strange one. I, you know, like with being an author and things and, and writing books, it's I guess it's like it's almost like that but in a different way where every song I write it's like a chapter of a book. It's like a, a journey in life where, oh, gosh, this is sounding a bit deep, isn't it? Crikey. I don't want to, you know, go too deep with it. But, yeah, I just see every song that I do as a different chapter of my life. Um, it's, it's Some of it's quite biographical, but each time it changes. So as you grow up, you know, it matures or like anything, I guess. Um, so it, it has got a personal touch to it. I would imagine it would have to um, to connect with people, right? 
you know? Yeah, definitely. You know, otherwise it, it wouldn't connect as well. So um, who are your other inspirations or who do you like in the music world? Oh, my goodness. Well, besides oh, me, there is so many. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're awesome, obviously. <laughs> but at number one, you were made it to number one. You know, I only got four. Yeah, well. Um, well, one of you. You know what I'm like. Um, but, um, but um, yeah, I would say Kate Bush. Oh, yeah. I mean, that might be, yeah, she's she's incredible. And I know she's done really well now. Cause if Those have... Um, with like the series coming out of Stranger Things, I know she's sort of been played right this moment. You know, she's getting quite popular, but he's been out for years. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I've grown up with her since I was a young child. And I think, you know, what inspires me the most about Kate is that she's so theatrical. She's got such a unique voice and she brings something to the table that not many artists have. You know, she, when she sings, it's like she's telling a story. She's so emotive. And I don't, I don't know. I don't feel many people can create that. Right. Um, right. I just, I just think she's incredible. I, I sorry, I keep going on about it. I can't. No, it. I, I agree. I mean, um, I was, I mean, I was, I'm older, so, but I was, I was in the clubs listening to Kate Bush and. Uh, was you? Yeah, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm old, you know. Oh, so, no, you're not <laughs> old. You're doing great. I was, great. I was with her the first round. And yes. uh, we always, you know, that was, I thought she was pretty fascinating, right? It oh, was, yeah. uh, it's kind of like, queen in a sense of sometimes it's theatrical and sometimes but there's a real story and yeah. yet it's she's um yeah i know what you're saying it's it's pretty amazing yeah it is isn't it i just i've never seen anything like it even now i think she's just she's one of those standout artists for me that you always remember i guess yeah. um I, I don't know. I think she just embraces who she is and she's not afraid to sort of be a bit out there because some of the music, some of the videos you watch, they're quite out there, aren't they? If you know what I mean, it's not, yeah. you know, your bog standard, oh, he's, I fall in love with a partner and this, that and the other. It's, you know, someone's in the forest, she's, you know, running through the trees and it's all a little bit out there. I don't know. And the, the, the way she, sorry, I'm going on about it. I can't, I can't sort of apologize. I need to stop. But uh, when she, when she, and she's dancing and she brings a dance into it as well, which I really liked. I thought that was different. But anyway, uh, no more of that. No more of that. No. I keep going on with No it. more dancing. <laughs> yes. Oh, I wish I could dance. I really do. I tell you what, I walk into a theater, you two, and I start dancing. Everybody leaves. Dear me. So I can act and I can sing, but can I dance? I've got two left feet. I cannot. Well, speaking of your acting, I have a question about that because your your songwriting, oh, yes. you put you put yourself and your personal your emotion into it, but acting is like you have to portray someone completely different. Um, yes. Is there? I mean, is there a big difference for you, or do you enjoy acting as much as you do with songwriting? Or I I love I love acting. Um, I love the fact of, like you say, an embodying a different character each time, but. Um, if I had to choose between them, I'd say music's my absolute first love, and then I'd say that acting's my second. But I feel like they both sort of intertwine. So when I'm on stage with some songs, I might try and bring a character into it. Because um, mm -hmm. one of my songs, Hopes and Dreams, I know you, um, you, you two had mentioned that earlier, um, I tried to go on the aspect of two different people. Um, so a dark side and a and a light a light side with the actual video it's split into two people um okay. two of me basically so so what do you think about that the world of video and stuff the music world nowadays because it's you know in the olden days we had uh you know bands would go around and play and then you had uh music videos mtv and vh1 and all that sort of stuff was really big but now it seems to be I don't. How do you make it in the music world, or what what goes on nowadays? How is it for a musician like yourself? It's. I'd say it's it's still really good, but I'd say it's it is harder if you know what I mean. Because I think it's really the market is really flooded with so many artists now, and in some ways it's good because a lot of artists are going quite independent, you know. So they're representing themselves, putting music out there, uploading it onto spotify and other music platforms and all that's a lot more possible to do is i guess 
years ago now, maybe 10 years ago or so, you wouldn't be able to just distribute to a site on your own um, as an artist and sort of, you know, reach those platforms. Um, but I think the problem with that, it can sometimes be harder to be heard because there's so many different voices out there now. Um, not that there wasn't before, but I think it was it was more streamlined. Yeah, yeah, yeah Technology-wise, yeah. it's it's done differently now, isn't it? It's it's a lot more accessible, I'd say, in some ways. Depends where you look at it. Right, but it's hard to find people. Like before, you could just flip on the music channel, and you hear all the latest videos, and it just yeah. it, everything gets put on there, and that's what you did. Now there is no center. Now it's just wherever you go wherever and listen and it can be spotify it can be apple it can be whatever and you never know what you're going to get that's true you could find like loads of different artists that have been unheard and all of a sudden you can think oh they're really good i might listen to them so yeah there's pros and cons to it really i'd say i think in some ways it's amazing not a lot of money to this but is there's a lot yeah. less than it used to be it used to be because you know you yeah. would, they would have to go out and buy your your album or cd or tape and now everybody downloads and plays and you don't really get the same on streaming either do you no no i know what you mean it is much harder in that way but it's 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 a strange one because it's both good and it's got both good and bad points i'd say yeah yeah, because even even for writing, it's a struggle, right? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and there's a lot of people, yeah. I know there's a lot of uh, people that get their material copied and resold through yeah. other means online, right? So there's a lot, there's all sorts of bad stuff going on. It always has been, but it's just, uh, yeah, I was just wondering. So, so you must have, when are you going to go out on the road again, or are you? Oh, well, I would love to. I, I'm planning on summertime, really. I'd love to like do a mini tour, whether it was around the UK. That would be that would be absolutely awesome. Um, but I'd also like to sort of experiment with um, more like film and TV because I feel like some of my music would kind of fit to sort of a series. You know, at the beginning oh, right. of some series, is, I, I feel like it would kind of fit. Um, there's a song that. Well, I'm planning. I'm very excited. Um, the song has been recorded and it's ready to go. But I'm planning to release it in the next month or two. Um, and it's oh, should I give the title away? I can give the title. Oh, sure, away, why can't not? I? <laughs> it's it sounds it sounds very dramatic, but it's not as violent as it sounds. Honestly, um, it's called "Shot You Down." Sounds a bit aggressive, but uh, no, there's yeah. nothing to worry about. Yeah. But um, yeah, um, I'll be releasing that. Um, and it reminds me a little bit like a Bond theme, possibly. Um, but I could again hear that on like a series, um, you know, one of the sort of haunting ones. So right, right. that would be some avenue I'd like to go with it as well. Oh, well, may maybe the new TV series Michael Hawley's in will, will adapt it. That's right. Oh, yes. <laughs> of course. You, you never know. But I don't know. I don't know if it fits with porn movies. <laughs> oh crikey no absolutely <laughs> oh wow we tried <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, oh, dear. so where do you see this going like what do you, what do you, what kind of is in your mind like when you're a musician like yourself and you do some acting and modeling and all that you got all this stuff going on do you have a plan in your mind you got something that you are seeking out or something do you see yourself in a future of 20 years and got it kind of mapped out or how is how is it how is it lined up for you? I feel like, like more than anything, I would absolutely love um, to to be recognised, I guess, a bit more. I know that's something that a lot of artists do aspire to be, but whether it was, you know, just to be recognised more as a recording artist, um, just to be played on a film or TV show in the background, I think that would be an ambition of mine that I'd really like to see, possibly more in the next two to three years I'd love to be at that stage um and I know that that's what a lot of people artists like myself are looking for but you've just got to keep going and never give up because you know one door can close but another one can always open um and the people that do get somewhere are the ones that don't give up and that's what I mean there's a lot of people out there with a lot of talent so just go with it don't don't ever like stop at the last hurdle you've got to keep going that's what i always say 
That's good. Well, yeah, who would you like to The drive with? is there. Come on. Yeah, drive, keep the drive alive. Uh, yeah, drive alive. Well, who would you like to work with? Anybody? Oh, oh um, artists in general. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, I'd definitely like to work with Kate Bush, strangely yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. enough. Um, that's put me... Oh, do you know who I really like? It's from the UK. I love Louis Capaldi. And actually, as you mentioned it, when you said about Taylor Swift, right. I would absolutely love... It's a dream, I know, it's a dream, but I would love to sort of do a duet with her or something. I think that would be great, because I, I really like her, you know, her country influences within her music, and I feel that's somewhere I can crossover to do that kind of thing mm-hmm. i'd love to kind of do that as well lewis capaldi's funny i i'm oh I, my I want gosh, to get him on hilarious. the show he's pretty hilarious i want to get him on yeah. next he's really a, a oh, funny geez. guy you know I, I like the way yeah. he handles himself me too i think it's because obviously he's got an amazing voice he's incredible but i just think what gets everybody as well is just that he's so down to earth you know he's a normal normal guy he's got lots of banter you know he just has a laugh and a joke he doesn't take life too seriously and i just think people absolutely love him for that yeah you know he's just he's brilliant i could watch him talk all day as well as sing yeah and i think that's the trick right i think that it's it's becoming who you are it's becoming real and being in public that way to be you know what i mean like um when you when you have a public persona if it's really who you are I think it's a real, yeah. uh, real four-star thing. You're gonna, you're gonna do really well if you can be yourself in public. Yeah, you know. I, I agree. I, do you know what I think as well? Cause that's a really good point. I feel like, I guess in the past sometimes, maybe with past artists, I don't know. You might have a different opinion, but I feel like sometimes there's that image, and there's that image that we see up there on the TV, and there's that image that that they've actually got in the background. But I think what people like Lewis have got and Adele have got, for example, is uh, you can tell it's it's genuine. They're just genuinely them all the time. And I think in a way it's good for the public because it's making them realise it's not this fake thing of, oh, I'm just going to be this person to sell these records. It's kind of like they are who they are. And I think that just encourages people in, in, in life to to be proud of it and embrace their individuality as well, rather than sort of pretending to put something on that's not true. So in some ways, I think that's it. That's how music should be represented, you know, as real and authentic as, as possible. Yeah, I think I, that's the secret. That's the trick to anything, yeah. you know, whether you're acting, TV, radio, music, anything. It's just uh, they get what they see. They know what they're getting, people, you know, once they know yeah. who you are. And I think that's... Um, yeah, he came out of the gate just being himself right from the get-go. So, yeah, and he, he still did it. You know, he still made really successful. Um, yeah. So I think that's great. I think I'm I'm glad that that things like that are happening. Uh, Me too. He didn't win the Grammy. Oh no. no. <laughs> oh, he's brilliant. He will one day. No. Definitely. But uh, he was quite funny because he went up to go to the bathroom. He said, and then. Uh, Someone wanted to take his, his seat, and he, and he oh, wouldn't, didn't dear. want to give it up. And he didn't realize that what they do at the Grammys, they hire people to fill the seats. So, so when you get up to go to the bathroom or do something, these people run and sit down because they keep it all looking full. Ah, interesting. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> I, it, I didn't know that. It's a cute story. It's funny because then he was like, yeah. "Well, I'm still using it." Like it was pretty funny actually when he tells that story. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's a good guy. That's good. I'm glad to see uh, good people make it. You know. Well, that's he's awesome. fascinating. So, so what what do you got? You got that new song coming out, or you figure in a in a month or so. Yes. You got any acting oh. or shows or any? What what else is coming out? You're going to write a book? Like what what's going on? Oh, I would love to write a book. You know, I've never written a book. Um, maybe an autobiography. You never know. You mm-hmm. never know. I feel like I need a few years on me yet to to, yeah. to do one of those. Yeah. But, you know, you're you're a little yeah, young guess, to be doing Pamela Lee book. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. I need a bit more time. Yeah, you need a, bit uh, more. a few years on me yet, maybe ten years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think more than anything is just plans to just keep bringing out more and more music, hoping that people enjoy it too. Um, possibility of getting music on films, which is an avenue that I'm looking at at the moment. Um. 
yeah, and just the future is looking bright, so just keep going yeah. and um, just being open to any opportunity that comes. Have you got a band? Way, Have you got a band you play with, or people you play with, or or no? Do you hire them? Yeah. So um, my really good friend of mine, Harry, is, is really really super talented, um, and I write a lot of my music with him. So a few of the songs that I put out recently, like Hearts on the Line, Hopes and Dreams, Butterfly, um, I wrote that with him because I feel like we we seem to blend really well as as like a, a team. Um, when we write music and sometimes it usually starts where he's playing the guitar and then I'll come on and work with the lyrics that way um, and usually he comes to gig with me as well so yeah there's lots of opportunities to to go and, and work with Harry but he's done he's also done incredible in the past with his music and he kind of wanted to take more of a step of being more the producer rather than fronting it as a singer right. um and then just doing the songwriting part. But he he did so well because he got one of his songs on Radio 1, which is, that is like the deal. That is where I'm heading, um, hopefully with it as well. So he he achieved that, which is absolutely awesome because not everybody gets to go on that, that main national station because that's like the biggest one you can get on in the UK. So, right, uh, yeah. Right, of course. And that's Harry. So is that Prince Harry or...? Prince Harry, <laughs> Harry, uh, Harry David is called. Okay. Is um very very talented blessing. Yeah. So. Well, I just I don't yeah. want them to get mixed up. I mean, <laughs> oh, listeners, listeners in L.A. are going to think, "Whoa, she's 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 who's that girl that was singing with Prince Harry?" <laughs> you know, yeah. Oh, that would be cool, wouldn't it? I wonder if he sings. You know. Oh, Megan would come scratch her eyes out. Come on. <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd be able to uh, no, do a duet. I don't think down. it would go down very well. Yeah, she'll take you down. The <laughs> last thing down. we need to do is be on, on in that drama. There's too much going on, you know. Oh, crying. <laughs> you know, the next thing you'll be on a Netflix series, the breakup of, of oh, Harry no. and Meghan, and then it's got Chloe comes in like a lightning bolt. And then have your song oh, there, though. God. Yeah. The, oh, what yeah. Well, we could get the song in there, absolutely. Yeah, you can get lots of background music, a lot of listens that way. And, yeah. hey, you got it made. Well, Absolutely. So how do, people, how do people find you? Yeah. Like, where do you want people to come to find you? Do you have, like, a street address or a phone number, website? Like, what, what is it in, in today's world? Where do you want people to find you? Yeah, so um, first of all, if you're listening, um, feel free to message me on Instagram. I'm on there, which is Chloe Rose. So that's C-H-L-O-E-Y Rose. So it's Chloe with a Y. It's a little bit quirky. Um, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, um, also Spotify. So all the music platforms, if you head over to Spotify, Amazon, um, Apple Music, all the main platforms, um, my music is on there available. So please do follow. Please feel free to message me. I'm super, super nice. I promise. Um, I'm always willing to have a chat with anybody. Um, and, uh, yeah, any advice as well if there's people that are starting out in music. Um, it's it's just great to be on the show. But, yeah, even great if somebody follows. That would be brilliant too. Yeah, and, and your website is... Yes, so it's www.chloerose.com. Fantastic. Chloe with a Y. Chloe with a Y. Yeah. That's what you should yes. call yourself. Chloe with a y. You should just call yourself Chloe <laughs> with, a y, with a Y. See, it's unique. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, think about exactly. It. Think about it. Oh, yeah. Get right I like in. this. Yeah, that could, oh, be, that yeah. could be your American name, right? They'll love that. Oh, it could, couldn't it? Chloe with a Y. Yeah. See. Chloe with a Y. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, it's certainly been a pleasure. Glad you came on, and, oh. and um, hope you do well. And then you'll remember us little guys when you become really big and famous. You know? Well, you you well, you're already number one, you guys. So you <laughs> could, you know, you could be there before me. Well, but uh, yeah, I'd love to. You know, I'm. I'd love to speak to you up both again at some point. That would be ace. I've really enjoyed the show, and you're both hilarious. Great. You're both a good team, you two. <laughs> well, um, so I can imagine you get a lot of listeners enjoying listening to your topics daily. Yeah, so, it's the only yeah, thing yeah, that keeps you, you from me. getting fired is because there's a lot of people. <laughs> oh, yeah, the ratings were bad then. They, they're they're oh. biting at the. They're they're waiting to drop me. They're like, get rid of this guy. Oh gosh. <laughs> terrible man no there won't be oh. that, they'd make a mistake you're good no, <laughs> you, no they'd make a mistake doing that i tell you too old it's bald <laughs> cranky, no. cranky old guy 
No, we don't. We've got to get rid of him. Put someone young in there. Young and beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but your voices don't sound old, though, at all. See? Oh, they stay the same. Sound old. They stay the same. Chloe, yeah. Al's, Al's, Al's 26. He just sounds old. That's 26. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the clubs in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. I remember when Boy George started. Oh. And back oh. then I was still old enough to go, so I'm old. Yeah. I could moonwalk back in the old days. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I'd love to moonwalk. Yeah. I'm very impressed. Yeah, he can do a lot. Yeah, then trip. You know, that's, that's <laughs> another trip. He ends up in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, slip afterwards. That's okay. Um, He's in the Michael Jackson wing. See? you. <laughs> yeah, my hair's on flames. I'm ready to go. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, our guest today has been the great Chloe Rose. That's Chloe with a Y. And uh, we're glad you're here. And, of course, everything will be up on our website. They can find you. One click. So thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've absolutely loved it. Nice speaking with you, Chloe. Oh, you too. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show is over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Yeah. Good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back.